Hello, I'm Margaret Jo McCullen. And I'm Terry Rialto. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to TC and Jake on, on National Public, Public Radio. Radio. He did it. Did right, what? As, right as we started. What's that? <laughs> I've been watching my brother try to wrangle my dog for one hour uh-huh. so that she wouldn't be back here bitching and moaning while we were recording. And six tamales, two rawhides. <laughs> yeah, there's something about the phrase, I'm out of tamales. <laughs> he turned around and funny. yelled, I'm out of tamales. <laughs> he did it. Yeah, this is uh, the first official episode on the uh, the Dave Veranda, Jake's new little backyard oasis. Yep. You ever uh, ever maybe get a, an older family member back here, someone who you, you can feel like you can just be yourself with, be your aged self, and just look at them and say, this, this is just my little slice of heaven. Is that a phrase you use whenever there's not a lot of social pressure on you to be cool? No, because... Now that we've cleared Christmas, Merry Christmas and all that shit to everyone, I realized that none of those people exist. Which be, oh, people about whom you do not feel social pressure? Yeah, there are no old people that I don't feel like are trying to fucking swift boat me. I had so much of an interesting day yesterday Yeah. that all of it can't be recorded. Well, don't say that. I know. Either... Talk don't. about it or just don't mention that it occurred. Those are your only two options. I feel like after the McAfee thing, the pod might get jumped off to the point where I can no longer mention oh, whatever the shit that people say to me, which is interesting because we haven't done a regular episode since then. Um, That's true. And I think we didn't say this uh, in the Patreon episode last week, and this is our only one this week, so... Um, I don't think we mentioned at all that it was, I initially wanted to put it behind a paywall. I'm over here trying to fucking bleed that turnip, brother. The, uh, yeah. The I, McAfee I, camp. That wasn't a long conversation. Yeah, they that was a stipulation to them. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, though, is I don't think we told everybody that. They wanted to get this as far and wide as possible. Yeah, it was his demand. Yeah. That we not, uh, that we not. And patreon it this wasn't like a, a problem for us but uh if it was a pod if it was a podcast that was only available on spotify they wouldn't do it because you have to download a spotify app to get spotify he's like people aren't going to take that step gotta 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 make it easy for everyone respect to janice get, get my word out yeah yeah this is all janice i didn't talk to john until we were sitting down and you you heard it that being was, recorded that's my first lady yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude just sure. imagine <laughs> Janice at like a fucking elementary school in Frisco reading. I'd like to. <laughs> Just reading to the I children. Would, I would like to imagine that. <laughs> Dude, I do every night before sleep. I want him up there giving the State of the Union. There's a squirrel. What do you got? He's oh, right little, oh, there. oh, little guy. Yeah. yeah. That's why the dog had to go in. Yeah. Dog still fucks with squirrel. I mean, you know, you know my longstanding position on those fucking yard rats. I've tried to uh, make amends with them. or I mean, it's more they need to make amends with me, but I've tried to have a more normative relationship with them as we go along. It's been a while since there were any in my attic, so let's see if we can't uh, be friends. Have you been to uh, the website, theprostitutiondilution.org? No. Um, I don't remember how I found this, but... It's uh, a book that I want to buy for you. Okay. Looks like this. Yeah, it's a th- it appears to be someone from Aladdin. <laughs> Debunking 43 myths that falsely condemn prostitution and transforming it into the worship of a goddess. <laughs> <laughs> this By is a step-by-step <laughs> guide to how to be the creepiest guy at the strip club. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You always see the uh, the one person there who you can tell was there yesterday and the day before, and well, uh, just about every day stretching back to whenever they were still vibrant. Yeah, and uh, I I don't know, man. Uh, it's it it's the scariest thing. Like, you know that that as much as anything is responsible for my no home strip club attendance. 
This is the funniest Ooh. part of the. I guess this is just like what would account or what would pass for like an online jacket, book jacket. Mm-hmm. In this, the first of five books. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now. I don't have the time for five. Okay? Mark Emerson presents two complementary themes. One theme debunks the arguments against prostitution. The other demonstrates the good that can come from paid sex. Yeah, I don't remember how I found this the other day, but I think it was a. Uh, there's like a uh, a there's a website a la Farmers Only that's like find your Republican goddess or something. Okay, and is it re- finding my Republican uh, goddess dot com? You know Pro- this is this is a Feinberg joint prostitution, like uh, conservative leaning prostitutes. Uh, yeah, I think it's mostly just that this the same dude runs both websites. Okay, it says. Here he is. That, that guy? What's the first line here? Seeking awesome Republican <laughs> goddess. Hi. I am looking for a Republican goddess for marriage. This is my own personal website that I have created to help me find her. No yeah. other men are here. Just me. <laughs> I'm a healthy. Get the fuck away. They are icky. <laughs> I am a healthy 68. I'm looking for a woman born in any year from 1950 to 1995 who takes excellent care of herself. <laughs> uh, that's pretty great. It is pretty great. How was your Christmas? Uh, it was wonderful. If people are wondering um, what what are the good. Uh, arguments to get out about the impeachment whenever it comes up i find uh focusing on the timing is a big one the fun thing about that you do it on either side your uh your mother-in-law says uh you know that it's uh it's going great you can either tell her because my my we've been over this many times my mother-in-law has uh somewhat mostly correct views uh, on on most political issues and <laughs> in a line with yours, uh, yeah, and I I, re- I really can't deal with that. I'm not, you know, I've read a right. lot of articles on how to deal with the other thing. I've read no articles on how to deal with my situation. Someone who likes being contrarian but isn't given the opportunity, right? Uh, good thing I don't need any articles. I got a pretty good idea how to do with this one. I'll just lie about my views, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, so you know, um, depending on the day and who you're talking to, you can either say. Uh, we didn't hear the full testimony of all the people, all the fact witnesses. Right. It's a rush job. It's a rush job. Yeah, it's a, yeah exactly. Or Political we can say, look, Pelosi's not even sending the charges. They're trying to slow it down, make a circus out of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's your you combating the inoculation of your contrarian contagion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just kind of say the first timing related thing that comes to your mind, and then you will have a, uh, an argument used previously by a Republican Senator that fits to, uh, whatever, whatever you're, uh, you're trying to claim. All right. I'll give you one story from yesterday. Okay. But first you have to watch this. (laughs) All right. I don't think I sent that to you. Did I? Uh, no. All right. Here, tell me what, tell the people what you see. Uh, I see, uh, uh, People walking along the street. The uh, lead person appears to be former President Ronald Reagan. Yeah. I'm going to hit play. (laughs) Dude, you're a fucking asshole. (laughs) It's it's the video of uh, Reagan's assassination attempt, but set to the King King of the the Hill Hill theme. (laughs) <laughs> You're a bad person. Oh Christ! It's so funny. Um, yeah. So uh, the tweet that I tipped everyone off uh, about this too is, uh, you know, everybody's got racist uncle, blah blah blah. We all know, you know, your family's wacky and wild. Um, but no one talks about over sexual innuendo aunt. Yeah. Uh huh. And I've had one of these <clears throat> in every branch of the family tree. Oh really? Yeah, and I don't know if they're just old and, you know. They're in their prime. Horned. Still. <laughs> still. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was a, a cousin who is a pediatric nurse. Uh-huh. Like, she delivers babies. Okay. And noble profession. She said something about a. Uh, Not as noble as prostitution, apparently. But or being a Republican goddess. Yeah. Or trying to kill Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Uh, that's the Mike judge's <laughs> finest work. Um, 
Yeah, she was. So I, I I walked into the room when the topic had already started, but they were talking about her being present for uh, an eleven plus pound baby oh, being shit. delivered. And I think a lot of times, whenever you have a baby that big, it's um, fertility related. And this one was not. She was like, "Yeah, I was a naturally conceived okay. eleven plus wow. pound baby, which is rare." Yeah. And uh, so I mean, ours was. Uh... Uh, Izzy was born. I don't know what the range is, but less. She weighed less than I did when I was born, and no one was worried about my weight. I was seven pounds eleven ounces, she and we both like did fertility, and seven both pounds, had babies that are in the seven range. Yeah. Um. And but just like the whole time, they were like, "This baby's going to be fucking giant. You got to watch out." I'm yeah. Like, it wasn't close. So uh, so, but I, but what I'm saying is that uh, I just imagine all the the warning signs that this lady blew through all the way to eleven pounds. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, cause you know, our, ours did not turn out to be close. They were like, you got to fucking change everything. This is a crisis. Yeah. So, um, and says, uh, well, how many stitches does that take? So, you know, we've already okay. opened the door to the fun house. I guess, it's just a matter yeah. of how many wacky mirrors we're going to look at. <laughs> and, uh, cousin says actually none. And then, uh, another aunt says, I feel bad for her husband. Which now we're talking about loose puss. <laughs> yeah. Does does this aunt have children? No. Okay. Yeah. So doesn't know any more than you or I about how much it actually does rebound. Right. Yeah. And also, like, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that, like, <laughs> okay. to a certain extent, like, tight puss is kind of a myth. It's kind of. A myth. <laughs> oh no. It's kind of all the it's same. Kind of a myth. You know what I mean? Um, all dicks are the same. All vaginas. I mean, are the that's same. clearly not true. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, man, I feel bad for her husband. And I was like, "Oh fuck, we are heating up." <laughs> you didn't. You, then, you have your chance to complete a Grandpa Simpson at this point. And I'm over here just trying. <laughs> You've to just feed, walked in, trying you to feed the baby puffs out. in the back of the room. I'm like, God, <laughs> yeah. just focus on the child. Which is pretty much what I learned is all you have to do all day with family stuff when you have a kid is because you look like an attentive father yeah but really you're just focusing on the one person there you like <laughs> <laughs> and so uh yeah that must be terrible for her husband other aunt unless he's just huge <laughs> <laughs> so now they're just dreaming about the dick the of dick, some yeah. dude they've never met <laughs> right, yeah and i let out an uh an involuntary but audible Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> now I'm thinking yeah, about a dick, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I got dick on the Just brain. Just fucking wrecking anything comes across until yeah, finally like, the 11 Jesus. pound baby delivery. <laughs> this is the only comfort he's known in his entire life. I was so shocked, man. And like Kristen missed all this. And I was, tell- I was telling her about it in the car. She's like, there's no way that happened. And I told her all the parties involved labeled, and she was like, "Okay, yeah, that all, that all actually does check out." Yeah, uh, I just i i feel at points like I'm in a uh, I think you should leave episode. Like, oh my god, the number of things said that are like, like just a a restatement, like you know, oh, there's a green plant in this room. Yeah, okay, guess there is. You know, like uh, yeah. Just things you don't understand why people say them, but but they're they're certainly being said, and then they get you know repeated what? a couple times. That's a perfect way to sum it up: is that you're just sitting there thinking to yourself over and over, "Why did you just say that?" <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't understand the motivation, the purpose, <laughs> and, and on, the benefit. Like, on one hand, it's like, okay, maybe it's because you know, to different levels, but at different times, the same level, we kind of talk for a job. But I think that you know. 99% of the people I interact with on Twitter are the same way. So it's not like you have to be in a spoken word medium to seem to have a understanding of what needs to be communicated, what's funny and what's not. And I don't even know that it's in, it, it is mostly, but I don't think it's a hundred percent age based. No, no, there's it's, a lot de- of, it's definitely not. There's definitely people my age. Who yeah, like, that I'm like, dude, Jesus Christ, just, this is boring. Stop talking. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking me with your words over here. I understand why you wanted to tell it to me, but why did you think I wanted to hear it? I got owned by a bass guitar shop on Twitter this morning. Yeah, I saw that. Fuck, man. 
Happy holidays. You're going to make it back? <laughs> I, I'm doubtful, <laughs> especially when they opened the guitar shop in early 2020 in Frisco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do then? <laughs> You're dealing with like their embryonic form and they're <laughs> right. taking you. Yeah. <laughs> with just bass guitars? Yeah, it, exclusively slapping the bass for now. But yeah, there's a... There's okay, a, a I, think the, I think they're making the bass guitars. There's a reckoning coming where it's, it's not Frisco, it's McKinney. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Those are different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he fucking pulled my card. Yeah, that that was just uh uh I don't like you're just trying to say like uh hey, I had some crazy things crazy ants say things. Anyone else ever has that happen? Kev? <laughs> yeah, and then he, then he just wants to go off the top rope about like you're fucking smug asshole for saying you're I'm not. <laughs> see, the for saying like isn't even really occurring. I think that like it looks to me like you could have said anything, and that guy would have would have wanted his his big chance to be like, you know what, you, you're kind of cocky, but I don't think you're so great. You can't even make bass guitars, right? Yeah, and somebody went back and uh, did the excavation. They exhumed his at least. Uh, forward-facing public uh, just aversion to me, and it was uh, Deadspin-related. Because you did like Deadspin? Yeah. Like, he tweeted Bob something to the effect of, um, I have a cousin who's a pro ball player, and Deadspin has published multiple lies about him. Shame on Jake for supporting them. Ooh. <laughs> I got fucking shame on you, by yeah. a fucking four-string guitar. Yeah. By the weakest instrument in the entire musical rainbow. Oh, I don't think that that's the case. Well, I mean, I'm obviously a fan, but it's certainly the one that to play at a replacement level level is the easiest. I don't agree with that. Not everybody's fieldy. Drummers aren't doing anything, man. Oh, I don't know about that. Dude. I know that they are very self-important about what they do. Caught that. Just they have fine. to wear Adidas track pants. I just don't think they're right. Did that ever trip you out? That uh, they made the deal with Adidas? No. Uh, what was their drummer's name? God damn it. It was like a Dave, right? Certainly. Yeah, yeah, it was Dave. Something. But everyone else dressed like they were, you know, in the scene. But Korn's drummer would wear a wife beater and Adidas track pants. and They all wore Adidas. They had a deal to wear Adidas. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, Jonathan used to wear like zip up, like full zip Adidas shit, but he looked uncool is what I'm saying. David Silveria. He looked like he could have played safety. Yeah. And like he would, and I remember reading an article that he did in a, like a tar magazine, which made no sense that he was in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was like talking well, about just trying to talk how about hard corn. he had to work out to tour with corn. And I was like, fuck what? <laughs> I thought that was the whole reason you got into being in a band is so you don't have to exercise. Mm -hmm. I think he's the only one in the original lineup that is not playing with them today. God guy's back. Fieldy's back. Uh, they're not listing him as feel. Yeah, his his real name is Reginald. His real name is Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's top shelf right there, bro. <laughs> uh, Arvizu, I believe, is the last name, but but the headline is Reginald. Dude, do you ever find that like a disproportionate amount of people who have like rock solid nicknames have hilarious governments? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, you know. If you had a, if you had, if you if your first name made sense, they probably wouldn't spend a whole lot of time thinking about. I guess, else. but I guess I always just thought it was just because you're so cool. I don't know. But you it, know? It, it turns out it's just because your original name sucks so bad. I don't want to go by Reginald. And also, I don't think the name Reginald sucks. I just could see how he would think it sucks. Yeah, he he's not a Reginald. No, that's the thing we're sure of. Reggie's a cool ass name. Yeah, but it but it's not him. He's a fieldy, not a Reggie. That's true. What'd you think about uh, Isaiah Thomas the other night? Is that the funniest shit you've ever heard? <laughs> I, I liked uh, his post-game comments very much. Okay, I didn't pick up on this at first, but the dude who was producing us this last week, who I had only met like in the past couple weeks, his name's Jacob Dedimore, and he was like, he sounds exactly like Terrence Howard. And he does, does dude. like Terrence Howard. And, and I asked the fan, and the fan said, I'm sorry. Voice. 
I just wanted a frosty. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess they get a frosty. <laughs> that is awesome, dude. You paid a thousand dollars for these seats, and now you're sitting here yelling "fuck you, bitch" at a dude who could duff you to the moon. <laughs> Over a 99-cent frozen treat? Because if he'd missed the second free throw, then you would have gotten one. You were halfway there. You were right there. He said, I'm sorry. I just wanted to frosty. And they're not... He. I don't know if he... I I guess I'd be interested if you saw any reporting on how he got the tickets. I know they're not his season tickets, but they're someone's season tickets. Right, so maybe he paid even more. And that person got their season tickets revoked. Oh, you hate it, man. By just being associated with this motherfucker. And if that's like a, a like secondary ticket market thing, then like, Jesus fucking Christ, that's a, a, a tough break. Uh, but if it's, if it's that he's like your good friend, that's in some ways better, in some ways much worse. Yeah, at that point, it's kind of your fault, right? Like, you knew what this dude was capable of. A little bit, but, like, can't you, like, he, this guy doesn't seem like a guy, I mean, I guess he did, uh, you know, back down in the moment, but, like, I'm going to bet that he thinks that he was justified. Not only in that, but in the, every other thing he's ever done in his entire <laughs> right. life. Yeah, he's the, he's the lady uh, so getting asking profuse... for her bags to be taken out of the Uber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting a profuse, I'm really sorry I cost you your 76er season tickets out of him. Not happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happened. It's hard for me to imagine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's a small wonder that nobody who sits in the corner end zone at TCU who puts their seats on SeatGeek has never had their ticket season tickets revoked. <laughs> was this particularly when Joe Mixon was playing? or? Yeah, I had some words for Joseph. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't really hear him. Uh, the OU fans in that section, they they could hear it okay. Yeah. All right. The point Jake, was driven home. I got you a, uh, a Christmas gift. Dude, I'm so... I was trying to prolong this inevitable disrespect or whatever mean thing you're about to do. No. All anybody wants all. to do to me now is fuck with me. This is, this is going to be something that I think that is going to lighten your day. Dare I say every single day for the rest of your life. Uh, I don't remember exactly how long ago it was. It was a while. I think back, this is a reference to a podcast episode we did. I believe it was August. Okay. You want me to open it right here, right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got you a wrapped Christmas gift. Megan wrapped it. I didn't wrap it. It's a framed thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> you want to tell the people what you're looking at? This is, uh, I don't know what the word is, crochet? Uh, cross stitch. Cross stitch. cross stitch. A framed cross stitch with uh, a pizza in the middle of it that says, you can do anything, but the best thing you can do is be you, Pilot BZ. <laughs> it's a big uh, driver, absolutely. <laughs> Jake Uber Eats driver, and it's that's a Mexican pizza. Oh God damn! It is, and dude. You can even tell if you look if you know that. Then yeah, there's uh, a layer of you were you were you were ordering a Mexican pizza from Uber Eats, uh? and uh, <laughs> you're ordering uh, a whole bag full of Mexican pizzas from Uber Eats. Trace and, uh, Mexicanos tried to go back and forth with the uh, driver. I think just to get him to leave it on the stoop so that the uh, the baby wouldn't be woken up. Does well, actually, right? in this case, it was actually um, that I was like, dude, I don't want this anymore. It's been so long. Yeah. And then he was like, he hit me back and was like, dude, believe in me. I've got you. (laughs) I believe in you. (laughs) I was like, well, what do I say? I can't say no now. I'm right here. This is incredible. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's much nicer than I thought it was going to be. I was like low key, like looking at the trees, like fuck. I'm not ready to go to rehab yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, got your Christmas gift. Fucking your whole family is emerging <laughs> from behind the shed. Couple months of expressions in Malibu. <laughs> I was like, oh god, I'm worried about this. Should we get this whole thing in the can before we do the gift? <laughs> no. That's awesome. I appreciate you. And uh, you know what? I bet you we could get him on the podcast. <laughs> Your Uber Eats driver? Yeah. It's hard to contact those people once it's done by design. I'm fairly sure that the number I have for him in my iMessage is not the normal one. Okay. Like, I think he might have been hitting me up from his personal phone. But I don't think he would have been able to get your personal. That's probably true. Yeah. 
So that works both ways, huh? You just have yeah. a dummy number on both ends? Yeah. I never considered that. Yeah. They do not want me to be able to go back around to that lady. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's not why, though. It's because of fucking. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, dude. They don't want, they or well, you know, safety-based like, fucking. Like, they don't. Like raping? No, I mean, like, they don't want people being like, hey, I gave you an Uber ride last night trying to see what that mouth do. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want, you know. Which makes sense, and I yeah I, I I endorse it on on all sides. I don't I don't want them to have my number. I don't want to have their number. Um, we did uh, for Lyft have to do a guys uh, have a little retreat community guidelines seminar. <laughs> okay, twenty minute little video web thing about uh, don't sexually harass the customers. And uh, let me tell you, the anti sexual harassment lady she can get harassed. <laughs> Seems fucked up. You should have put an uglier one in the whole deal if you want me to be taking this more seriously. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, man. I remember like every training video that I ever had for, you know, for gro- grocery store or whatever, like growing up. I went through a training for TGI Fridays and never actually did a shift. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> What? Yeah. What is the sentence you just said? Yeah, I did like a a waiter training and like had to go through like a whole day of shit. <laughs> what happened that you couldn't? Uh, so for one summer, um, <laughs> this is way too personal, but <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't one of my uncles, I mean, I didn't bring it up. Offered me an internship at his company. Uh huh. And it was you know it was good. They were paying like ten bucks an hour. Oh shit. And I was like, you know, and this is like, what, 2004 or five? So what is that in today's money? A million? <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, but I had gotten in such a big fight with my mom when I came home that she was like, uh, I'm going to call your uncle and make sure you can't get that internship. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I uh, kind of only work in the summer at this point. I didn't work too much during the year. Yeah, uh, in college, yeah. I, I did. You know, obviously, my first two years, I would I worked for my parents' business, but then the second two, when I was in San Marcos, I would pretty much only work in the summer and try to beat back the fucking credit card debt. Um, yeah, she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make sure you can't get that that job. I'm gonna call him and tell him not to give it to you." And I was like, "Well, fuck, I gotta get a gig." And uh, a dude that I'd played in a band with, who I absolutely fucking despised, he was not a good dude, but he worked at Fridays. And I was like, shit, I love Fridays. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Uh, and I went through like the whole day. And then I think I called him and was like, hey, uh, is it okay we just, if like, I still talk have the man job? to man here and not like involve other people? But yeah, uh, I do think there's something to how people always say like everyone should work in the service industry. Yeah. But I did deliver pies. But man, I, I just, the waiter thing, I was like, can I wash dishes? And they were oh, like, we're full there. You know, because uh, I'm, I'm, as you know, yeah. ace is cleaning guy. Yeah. But when it comes to like actually. You get paid less for that though. Oh, definitely get paid. But I didn't care. You know, I'm just not a great for, forward facing represent, representative oh, of the, the. One of the worst waiters that's ever lived. And it was the most miserable I've been in a work situation by far. Like I fucking dreaded it all the time. It was torture. But you know. I did three months of it, and I would, I would suggest that most other people try three months of it. Like, it's certainly, you know. Some, I would some think people you like probably that shit, get though. that out of. Oh, yeah. No, there's people. I mean, there's people who are good at it. If you're good at it, you like it. Dude, that, that like, reminds uh, me. Mike Morrissey's was, fuck, like, he would pull down, you know, like, fifty, sixty thousand dollars yeah. a year during yeah. college being a waiter. Like, not working a huge amount of hours. Because he was just really good at it. He worked at a really high-end restaurant. And, like, he fucking loved it. I think that if it was a more prestigious position, like, like that if people in society would be like, oh, you're a really good waiter? Holy shit. I kind of think he might still be doing it today. Like, he, he very much That's unfortunate. How good he was. You know, I mean, he does, like, much, like, things that are, that are, that are more so, like, uh, you know, people, whenever you ask him what he's doing, they're like, oh, this man really has it together. That reminds me uh, of a friend of mine that we should probably, we can keep him nameless just because of entanglements, but I fell asleep at the end of Uncut Gems last night in, uh-huh. the, in the theater. Uh-huh. We went to a 1045. That's probably, I mean, I was asleep by then. And it was a two, and I had been up since very early because I fucking forgot to turn my 3.30 a.m. alarm off. That was a mistake? Yes. 
Um, and it's I, like I said, it's two fifteen, two twenty, and it's a good movie. But like when we when it ended and I woke up after eating nine cheese sticks and passing out, what they told me happened was exactly what I thought was going to happen. So like I didn't even feel like I missed that much. Like it was a very linear movie. There's not a. Uh, by the way, have you seen Don't Fuck with Cats yet? No. I would like to. It looks good. Insane. Okay. I mean, as weird as it gets. There's no don't fuck with cats like plot twists and uncut gems. Okay. It's going one way the whole time. Okay. And I'll probably see it again because Kristen wants to see it, but it reminded me of a buddy of mine who was a great waiter because he has that type of personality. When we went to go see The Dark Knight, uh, the night it came out, it was like eight of us, and we just got fucking wrecked beforehand. And uh, he is uh, a guy who really fancies himself as a, a, a film guy. Mm-hmm. Went to film school, went to acting school, mm-hmm. uh, had been talking up like what Christopher Nolan was going to do with this treatment and what Heath Ledger had to do to get in the role for fucking months. Sure. That movie should have ended like five times, as we all remember. Uh, I have no criticism for that movie. No notes. I'm not necessarily perfect. saying criticism, but you thought it was over a couple times before it was over if you had not previously looked up the runtime. That is true. And so at about an hour 50, I look over, he's out. Oh, no. Just fucking out. And I texted everyone else in the group uh, and was like, hey, check it out. He's asleep. And he did this deal that a lot of people who fall asleep will do where we got outside and he immediately was like, I fucking, I thought no one didn't stick the landing at all there. Yeah. He's like, I mean, a couple plot, a couple plot turns. <laughs> I just, we were like, dude, we all saw. <laughs> He's like, what are you saying? Like, no, man, we know, we all know that you were asleep for the climax of the movie. Well, you know, yeah, I'm, stands. then went full Charlie, like, might have missed a couple scenes <laughs> we're like no dude you missed like all of the important parts of that movie <laughs> might have missed a couple scenes but i got i got the i got the thing. gist yeah, I, got the, I wasn't asleep during the important stuff <laughs> like, dude oh man all right so uh everyone who's ever had their dick whacked by kevin spacey is dead that does appear there. to be true uh i mean you know presumably the people who uh were, were all all on board with it uh, probably just never talked to the press and have been allowed to keep their lives as a result. Although it's possible uh, that he killed them and we just don't know it because they weren't in the press. So a hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's likely. No, I don't think that Kevin sex, Kevin Spacey killed everyone he had sex with ever. No, but I think there are some people that never got a chance to be public about it and he took care of them beforehand. And I don't think he's putting his hands on anybody for death he's only trying to get a little cummy on his hand (laughs) um i think it's you know like it seems possible to me that uh would i think the occam's razor explanation probably is that like the stress of these kinds of things put someone in a, a a weird headspace and like the so the gentleman who accused him uh there was some kind of like uh nordic uh author and husband of a princess yeah don't know what that makes him although he's ex-husband now it was the nobel peace prize award or uh like event and uh you know like it's possible like people like that kill themselves you know yeah and i think the dude was kind of like an addict divorced authors i think they kill themselves abuse drugs and alcohol yeah, at, at decent rates. So, and then also massage therapists. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If they kill themselves as often, but you know. Well, there's another one. That one was last year. Yeah. No, that was only like three or four months ago. Um, the bus boy never killed himself, but but he did recant the charges, right? Of course. Yeah. Charges dropped. Yeah. I mean, dude. Okay, so if we're gonna use the Gillette on one side of this and say, okay, yes, these are the type of people who maybe are prone to harming themselves. And then it's exacerbated by the fact that they're publicly dealing with a lot of shit from, you know, the rabid Kevin Spacey fans, <laughs> which I don't <laughs> like, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but the other side of that would be, yeah, but also if enough people accuse you of this, like you obviously do it. 
Yeah, I think there's a hundred percent chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I see what you're like. So if it's yeah. obvious on one side, it's obvious on the other that like, okay, dude, you fucking love to grab a dick. Yeah, if he if he sees one out, he's <laughs> fucking yanking it. Which you know, I guess it's just because I'm not uh, a female or or a gay. But I mean, even as a dude, like that's the whole fucking access Hollywood thing. Like, I mean, you fucking just grabbing somebody's crotch. Is it just a display of power? Like I think it is. There's yeah. absolutely nothing redeeming about that whatsoever from a pleasure standpoint. I agree. Like, you're just going to grab a dude's dick under the table, and that's somehow... I think he's doing it so that he that can make the to, statement, uh, grab him by the pussy if, you, you know, if you're famous, if you're, famous enough, you, if you're a yeah. star. Yeah, I, th- I think he's just trying to prove to himself how famous he is and, and see if the, the thing that he wants to brag about is true, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But now, here's what doesn't make sense to me: What does "I moved on her like a bitch" mean? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's break that down. I'm, I'm glad we're doing this. I've always thought there's two ways to look at it. One is <laughs> mine is just as word salad, like just whatever's fucking coming in. I moved on her like a bitch. What does that mean, Donna? Well, okay, know, so there's two ways. the The one way is is that he's talking about his subject the female and calling her a you know a bitch as in almost like you know female dog like she's vulnerable like i can do whatever i want to her almost like she's in heat okay so like there's an implied she's I, she. I i moved on her like she was a bitch yeah and i'm a powerful dog right exactly <laughs> and the other one is almost like you're doing uh like a black rob like whoa mm-hmm. like oh man i you know i dunked that shit like a bitch type thing See, that, like that it's a like a, a brag type like oh like a bitch is like oh like whoa like or like a see, motherfucker that's kinda, closer you know? to yeah yeah like like i moved on her like a motherfucker would uh right. that that's how i've always uh like there's an implied i was you right know, instead of she was right and that's where that's that's what i've gone with and that's what i'm saying doesn't make any goddamn sense it doesn't really but i like have if you heard saw so- someone with powerful sexual moves uh, a male specifically you wouldn't be like Holy shit! What a bitch. No, but I have heard people say like a bitch. Yeah, and but I, 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 but it's more like uh, you know, and then I, then I slapped him like a bitch. Or uh, that doesn't work. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm saying I have heard people punctuate something when it should be like a motherfucker or uh, I don't know. Even you, well, like, I'm saying like 100 percent of those people have made a mistake. I don't disagree with that at all. But I would love to know which he intended to state there i mean it's it's easy for me to imagine him uh fucking up a a simile so on kevin spacey (laughs) yes i think it's probably the first time i've ever seen anybody do this which is in character from a tv show that they were fired from sort of tacitly admit to their crimes that they're accused of in the court of public opinion and i'm not going to say i love it because it's sexual assault but if i were able to divorce myself from that like i'm just thinking of all the possibilities i mean we've had uh like <laughs> we've had a year now to get get accustomed to uh the the one from last year and i i just don't feel like i'm any closer to uh squaring it in my mind that that you got fired from a show for constant sexual assault and answer those <laughs> allocations and show that you were treating this seriously and that you were very sorry and were ready to move on. You uh, did a thing in, in character. character from the show. And like it it does happen to line up that the character he played, it's easy for you to imagine the character denying sexual assault allegations. Yeah. Um, which I guess is like, so, like, so what the, you're saying the amount is, to which that appears to tickle him, yeah. I think is really what's kind of driving me crazy here. So you're saying like, if, if it was Frank, but like he were answering charges of, um, like I didn't watch that show, so I guess I don't know, but you know, he's a very alpha male character. Right. So like, uh, being cucked or something, you know, like yeah. if, uh, if Kevin Spacey, although, Got fired because someone else was uh, dominating his wife. No, it would be funnier if it was like that he 
was responsible. Like he was putting out the video addressing the fact that he had taken the cat CGI to theaters before it was complete. <laughs> or like so, something com- been responsible for that decision. Yeah, yeah, like something completely out of the realm of the universe of the character would actually probably be funnier. Yeah. But I was just trying to think the other day, the first time I saw this, like, have I ever seen anybody from a popular TV show get fired from that TV show and then still put out content like, oh, I didn't watch it, but I self-publish a little, self-publish. A little monologue. I think using the character to deny real-world sexual allegations. I think maybe T.J. Miller reviewed the Silicon Valley character as uh, finale as Ehrlich. I think that's right. Yeah. I remember seeing that yeah. headline, and that's close. But it's just like, but it's not allegations against him that he's addressing although he was fired for and he yeah it does have was he already he was already leaving wasn't he? uh yeah i, yeah. I, I think that it he was, was a creative it. like uh i believe he had some choice words for like what decisions they're making about who was being featured in the show that kind of thing so i don't know that there's ever been another one yeah I, I, i'm just I, I think it's pretty rare honestly for uh people in this situation to be willing to reprise their roles in something outside it's of the embarrassing show. like it like anytime like you could see a world where anytime someone went on found that he'd be like ah do the character but like honestly they don't really do that that's true and he not only was willing to do it he was doing it to deny that he'd fucking <laughs> groped a waiter without being asked <laughs> <laughs> like with no one clamoring for it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's listen to uh, last year's and <laughs> get in the, uh, the mood here. Where he's washing a dish. <laughs> it came outside. I know what you want. Oh, sure. They may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong. It's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. And you trusted me, even though you knew you shouldn't. I just don't really feel like that's true. I do not believe I watched the show House of Cards was like, ah, it's just so goddamn stimulating. Yeah. It just makes me think. He's revealing deep-seated truths like that I had never considered before. Like, I kind of thought it was just boilerplate political drama. It's pretty bad, <laughs> schlocky show. Right. Like, the first season was uh, was pretty good, and you're like, uh, I wonder where we're going to go with this. Maybe they will really make me think. But then, then it just got into just such total bullshit. Yeah. and uh, But that, that's par for the course for... Uh, theater man right yeah that's why i appreciate like because this is kind of what i was thinking about whenever i was uh like oh who would do this in character and it'd be like super weird this is why i like dudes like walton goggins like if you've ever heard walton goggins interviewed or like to a lesser maybe more of an extent but less important danny mcbride or even no you know another one jamie fox have you seen that? Speaking of Terrence Howard, there's a Jamie Fox Terrence Howard uh, interviewer where Jamie Fox is talking about Terrence Howard. I have not, and I think it's like the Breakfast Show or something. And he's like, you know, I do the fucking movie, and then I'm done. Like I don't, I I'm at the Laker game in jeans, and then he said that like he was at a game, and that Terrence Howard, like out of the corner of his eye, he was like, who is somebody's. Somebody's grandfather's wearing a zoot suit at a Lakers game. <laughs> and then Terrence Howard came up to him and was like, How you been, Ray? <laughs> like, Bro, I don't <laughs> Don't know anyone by that name. Yep, Sorry. I did a movie and um, uh, don't fucking Jamie. care past that. <laughs> Jamie. You can yeah. just call me Jamie. But yeah, like he definitely seems like the type of guy who thinks that every single project he's ever been involved with was somehow like revelatory. Are you trying to find it? Oh, no. No, I'm trying to find another thing. Uh, do you remember? I guess I probably shouldn't bring this up because it appears I cannot find it. Um, just there was a uh, there was an ad that was like just around the idea that... Uh, okay, here we go. Um, E-Trade. That it was, okay, yeah. It was just him being like, look, I can do these voices. Yeah. But he was like trying to talk about like acting related to E-Trade. Um, I don't know. I I think this is like a bunch of them, so this might not work. 
and it's not playing the audio anyways. Um, Boy, you nailed this one. <laughs> hey, thanks, you got man. the Pilot Beasy gift, though, so I can't stay <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> uh but th- yeah there's just like like where you'd be like i'm an irish cobbler and yeah now, yeah now i'm now a russian guy just seeing it i vaguely remember <laughs> that yeah um that that just like that's always made me uh that's that's been my stand-in for like what kevin spacey believes about acting it's just him on an e-trade commercial being like i'm a brilliant actor i can do many different things Delight you with my various characters. You see how easy this is for me? Such as this cheap racial stereotype <laughs> and this other cheap racial stereotype. It's honestly a burden yeah. <laughs> that, I, that I was cursed with this gift <laughs> that I just have to share with the world. Um, you want to finish that, that one out? Yes. So we're not done, no matter what anyone says. You know, like Netflix. <laughs> and besides, I know what you want. Or you your show? Back. Of course, some believed everything and had just been waiting with bated breath to hear me confess it all. They're just dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved. Wouldn't that be easy if it was all so simple? Only you and I both know it's never that simple, not in politics and not in life. But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts. Politics not really relevant here since he's not a politician. And and the show's not on. No, You're not on the show. You're <laughs> smarter than that. Anyway, all this presumption made for such an unsatisfying ending. And to think it could have been such a memorable send-off. Uh, I mean, no if chance. you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. Because I can promise you this. If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. Oh, of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules. Like I ever played. Like whenever he says the things before. I did do, he's talking about I the character on the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so because I played a character who got away with things, Anyhow, I'm not going to cop to these. Despite all the poppycock, the animosity, it's the crazy. headlines, the impeachment without a trial, despite everything, despite even my own death, you weren't impeached. You're not an official. <laughs> Cancel. And my confidence grows like in the each old day. Way. Soon enough, you will know the full truth. Well, wait a minute. Now that I think of it, you never actually saw me die, did you? <laughs> Conclusions can be so deceiving. Word. Miss me? What the fuck's going on? And then the fact that he uses the sound from the show. Okay, so obviously there's a lot there, but I think uh, him saying like, "Hey, uh, you're gonna once once he once the real story comes out." Him and Papa John would both like to know <laughs> the real story, and uh, I don't know about the Papa Jim statue Montgomery. limitations. <laughs> But um, it's been a year, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> All I've seen is a slew of people who accused you fucking die in <laughs> mysterious circumstances. <laughs> I feel further from the truth. What about the mug? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You uh, gotta mention the mug. Yeah, he's uh, drink, staring straight into the camera, drinking from a mug from uh, the Queen's coronate, the anniversary of her coronation. And uh, you'll recall that that uh, that particular queen has a son who is uh, accused by a woman of uh, having sex with her when she was underage, um, as part of the uh, the Epstein business. So that queen, the uh, the mother of the pederast, uh, it, it's celebrating her coronation, and what it says on it is, "I hope to be worthy of your trust." Yeah, and uh, you throughout, can see throughout all my life, I hope what, to just be worthy of your trust. What what that means for the queen is like that you're uh, you're trusting me, your representative, uh, the queen. Makes enough sense. Uh, you think you could easily read the Kevin thing as a uh, um, a plea to his fellow pedophiles in in the ring. The uh, the pedophile ring to be like, hey, uh, I know what happens whenever we're trying to out one of uh, one of us <laughs> in the the excommunication process, and I'm just letting you know, guys, don't no no need here, <laughs> you know. 
Dude. I'm not saying anything. I'm just gonna do weird ass wacky videos <laughs> and fucking kill my accusers. So guys, you need to worry about Kevin not on the list. Uh, one of the flight logs, you know who's there besides obviously Big Bill, Jeffrey, and Kevin. <laughs> Steven? Chris Tucker. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that we knew Chris Tucker was involved, but the fact that that was the plane that he's on the log for, for Prince Andrew, William J. Clinton, Kevin Spacey, and the guy from Rush Hour. And I think it was a personal conversation, not one on the podcast, where uh, you were telling, maybe maybe it was on the podcast, and I don't remember. Um the uh the most recent Chappelle special that there's like a, a thirty minute postscript where he's just taking audience Q and A stuff, and uh, at some point someone asks a question, it it leads him to tell a story about uh Chris Tucker coming to one of his shows, and so like you know just no knowing nothing else about Chris Tucker other than the fact that he was in Rush Hour. That's it. That's yeah, the end of my much bio. It, yeah. Um. He <laughs> the Chappelle's like yeah he just had the fuck it like. Gavin Newsom, Kamala Harris were like with him and uh <laughs> like a I dressing think, room. Yeah, and like uh, I think they called up Obama on the phone and yeah. were like, uh, hey Dave, he wants to talk to you. And just like I don't know, man. Uh for, for other details for me to learn about Chris Tucker, uh that's a shocking one. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. Still still kept waiting for them to be like, oh, he's uh the minority whip. Yeah. <laughs> from from Illinois or something. I'm like, no, it's just that guy, huh? Yeah. Same ass guy. Well, uh obviously we're doing this so that we can play uh this year's uh Kevin Spacey Christmas video, which honestly at this point I hope this is like a this is an annual thing. Like my brother and I last night were saying, uh from now on let's go to a movie late night at Christmas night. Mm-hmm. Let's make it a tradition. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll fall asleep every time after <laughs> eating too, too many cheese sticks. Uh-huh. By the way, man, I'm on a run. You like cheese sticks? Oh, I've always been a big Mott's guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last couple of weeks, I've been just inhaling them. Uh, I mean, I, I, I shudder to think what kind of world you would live in if the uh, the curd was more common down here. Ooh. Because it's better uh, than the stick. A fat one. I don't know that I've ever had them. Oh, really? I think I've probably had them at like a a place that was attempting to be Midwesty down here, like an Austin bar or something that had like I think there's one called Bangers and Mash. Uh, that like tries to do, you know, Midwest or even like mid European type food, uh, but never like for real. The Midwest burger chain Culver's has a uh location just up twenty four ninety nine and they, they serve some curds and as a fast food curd they are uh they're passable. Do you dip them? Uh yeah, they'll give you some marinara. Okay. But uh to get the real good stuff, uh, you know, you gotta gotta go to the Midwest. But then you have to go to the Midwest. Whenever uh I, I assume at some point in your life you'll probably uh visit Justin and I'll let you know that uh within walking distance of his place there's a I think it's called Hux. Chicago for the curd? I mean I'm like if you're saying that there's better curds in Wisconsin uh, you know, uh, possibly, but like Chicago's large city in the Midwest, they've got fucking everything. They have so many other options, though. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like uh, burgers and curds. You know, when are you gonna open a fucking what's that? What's the beef place called? The what do you mean the beef? Like the best hot hot Italian, whatever it is. Like the one that I went to, like right when I got there. Portillo's? Yes. Yeah, I would love to open a Portillo's. Don't you think it's fucking weird shit like that, like, can't be de-regionalized? Like, what's um, the point I mean, of they, that? They, they, have, they have a couple locations in L.A., and they have uh, one location outside of the uh, Chicago Cubs Spring Training Facility in, in uh, Arizona. Well, we got, like, a billion people here now, and, like, a significant yeah. portion of them are from up there. Yeah. Don't you think you could just open like five of those and just print money? And I then do. the one that we had got fucked. That's what I was going to say. But yeah, I think that, that might someone... have been a location that, based. And it was like kind of a, like it's it's not like Portillo's is uh uh oh, like that was a nice place. Not like super Luscus nice. was a little too upscale for yeah, like Portillo. Was, yeah. Yeah. Like you know, is 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 associated with a chef, you know? <laughs> like right. uh Portillo's doesn't have any chefs working there. Just fucking fry cooks. 
All right, so uh, but yeah, it was uh, a tallow fries, right? Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, Hacks, H-A-X, has uh, really good cheese curds in Chicago. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's play the spacey thing. Okay. Huh? You didn't really think I was going to miss the opportunity to wish you a Merry Christmas, did you? Not now, I don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> if I can be honest, I wasn't thinking about it one way or the other, Kev. I wasn't, but it's one of those things that in hindsight... I'd totally forgotten about you. <laughs> you haven't made any entertainment outside of these videos in uh, quite some time. And your only headlines are not related to any shows. <laughs> and really, it, it seems like you're a fucking creep at this point. And... And I don't think this is, uh, as far as like evidence for and against, this is not working the way you want it to no, work. No, no. I would say more creepy. No. Anyways. <laughs> it's been a pretty good year. Oh, what? I'm grateful to have my health Believe back. That. And in light of that, I've made some changes in my life, and I'd like to invite you to join me. It's as we nice. walk into 2020, I want to cast my vote for more good in this world. Okay, yeah. Ah, yes. I know what you're thinking. Can he be serious? I'm dead serious. Okay. And it's not that hard, trust me. The next time someone does something you don't like, what? you can go on the attack, oh. but you can also hold your fire and do the unexpected. You can kill them with kindness. Oh. Jeez, Kevin. <laughs> so, uh, my question is, I want to know everything about the back end of this. Like, who's doing the color correction on the lighting? Fil filming, yeah. uh, stages. Like, is, is, it, is that his actual fireplace? Was the other one his actual kitchen? Is he sitting down at his desktop and uploading this to YouTube? Exactly. Is there someone... Does it, yeah. Uh, in the first one, it sounds like there's like a dinner party an going intern on. Turn for the pedo ring. Although it sounds like it's supposed to sound like that it's a dinner party. It's clear there's no one else in the house. Yeah, that's all I was gonna say. Is it, it's yeah. it's like a YouTube crowd noise rip or all whatever. All of his friends are just off camera. Laughing. <laughs> just off camera laughing. Just off camera jerking off kids. Yeah. But yeah, I want to know. Like, there's no way he is just setting up like a fucking tripod. It's possible. Firing up Final Cut Pro. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. There's I mean, no way. There's at least two other people involved in this. Uh, if it's just like an iPhone video, you can just like set heads and tails in the iPhone and hit publish to YouTube from right there. That is not an iPhone video, dude. Yeah, you're probably right. And you can hear the sound of the background even on that one. Yeah. Like you got a little piano, like holiday party piano <laughs> playing in the background. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. There's like, no way they're adding in sound. They're adding it's in audio track. Multi-tracked. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody yeah, else, right. it, probably at least two people are involved. And are the, is there more than one shot? And have they been uh, sexually molested? Are they about to kill themselves? Yeah. So anyways, we did an episode. There's, yeah. There's that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it Christmas week and uh, and, we, and we got something out. Uh, oh, and we should have said this off the top. Maybe, uh, maybe we can put this at the top or maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, how's that going? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, uh, but so, spots left if anyone's interested. We are, uh, we're going to be doing the... Um, just talking about the game during the game, watching some uh, college football. I don't know and, how much uh, we're going to talk about the game, but Clemson LSU. We're going to talk for four hours. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll be there, and football will be football on. is occurring. Those are the two promises we're making. Yeah. Um. So I, uh, Dan spoke to me. I would assume spoke to you. Uh, offered up the Bad Radio YouTube channel if we wanted to host that as a venue. That's I realize probably shouldn't produce on the fly while, you know, public setting, but it seemed like a fine idea. Yeah, to me. for sure. Okay. Um, I mean, I already have to do the Cowboys post-game show only on Facebook Live. Is that really? It's happening again, dude, for tomorrow. So I just I just assumed you were doing it as a companion piece. No. That's not the case? Nope. Tomorrow also. And, dude, to make matters worse. And, like, do they have a setup where, like, you route the calls through Facebook Live? or Yeah. We can take calls. And we calls. do, but again, dude, it's so funny. Like a guy last What's, week. What was else like, is going on? A stars game? Yeah. A guy last week was like, I'm just so fucking sick of this guy. And we all like panicked looking for a dumb button, but there isn't one. Yeah. And we're just like, I guess you can say that. So well, I was what like, What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, 
I guess you can just say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I would have look on Donovan's face. <laughs> Priceless. Just dump the stars game just to be safe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no comment. Just hit the hit the I'm just saying if you did reflexively tap for it, right. what, yeah, what would happen true. is you would miss seven seconds seven of the seconds. stars game. Miss a, miss a big goal. Miss them explaining what happened to Monty. Yeah. Uh <laughs> they, they just got it in uh, a quick seven second verse uh, in the middle of the yeah. second period. <laughs> During a change. Um no, dude, to besmirch the namesake of your jacket, they got fucking Joe and Troy doing Cowboys Redskins. That's crazy. What a waste. I mean, what else is going on? Not much, but because NBC has San Fran, Lar. Yeah. Or no, uh, Seattle. Uh, C, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, yeah, if you want to come over to TC's and I'll bring food or someone will bring food that I pay for and booze and. Let's let's Marlboro make it. red cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. Let's make it big. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.